Welcome everyone to the Purposely Thriving Podcast, where we are growing, evolving, and becoming into our highest self in every area of our lives so that we are able to live authentically and whole as we step into a new chapter. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining and tuning in with me this week. This week, I am speaking, um, actually I got a couple of speaking engagements this week, and what I decided to do was to pull an oldie but goodie, okay, from my archives of episodes that I've done previously. And this was an episode that I did in July of 2020, okay? So this was approximately about two years ago. And the title of this episode is Don't Make Your Moves Based on Your Ex, okay? And I decided to do this episode because sometimes we tend to be in competition with our ex in ways that could actually hold us back or paralyze us to move forward. And and I wanted to talk about this in a way that we don't stay in that energy because sometimes we like to give energy to things that really isn't something that we should be giving our energy towards. And so in this particular episode, I talked about that as well as three things to keep in mind as you move forward. All right. So I really do hope that this episode blesses you um, this week. And I do hope that you are able to extract something so that you can continue to move forward in your next chapter. All right. So you guys have a wonderful and amazing week and I will see you next week. Take care. A couple of weeks ago, I did a five day confidence challenge. Okay. And the the purpose of that challenge was to help women jumpstart their way into regaining their confidence back from a relationship. Because the, the reality is, is that when a relationship ends, it can really kill your confidence and without intentionally building it back up, you know, moving forward would be an an extreme challenge for those people. And so I wanted to reach as many women as I possibly could. So what I decided to do was I decided to run an ad. I ran a marketing ad on my Facebook page to reach more women to sign up. And so my ad was a video that I had posted And that video was discussing some things that you experienced from a relationship that you may have possibly been hurt from. And what I find a lot of the time, and this is what I find as a coach, is that many often keep repeating these patterns. So like you'll leave a relationship, but then you'll enter something extremely similar and you'll do that over and over again. And what happens with that is when you continue to repeat those unwanted patterns, That current wound that you've experienced from a previous relationship only gets deeper, okay, which creates just more hurt. It creates more anger, which eventually turns into bitterness. It develops isolation. You have an unforgiveness of even yourself and other people. You can develop hatred in your heart. You can also experience the level of depression or even hurting other people. Right. Not physically hurting them, but mentally and emotionally hurting them due to your own mental and emotional hurt. Only to create a foundation that prohibits you into thriving. And when this keeps happening, we have to allow ourselves to step back and really see what's going on. When you see this stuff happen over and over again, you you have to just take a, 
a pause and say, let me really figure out what's going on. And so when you run an ad on Facebook, people can comment on your stuff and things of that nature. And I had a lady, um, I didn't know her, but I guess she saw my ad. It popped up on her feed and she made a comment on my ad. And this is what she said. So I'm going to read exactly what she typed. She said, men are allowed to go out and be in a relationship within a minimum amount of time, but women are expected to take a long time to heal. She says, sorry, I can heal with the next man making me happy. And when I read the comment, I was like, hmm, how did she get this from my post? Because that wasn't what I was implying. I wasn't implying that men shouldn't heal and women should. But what I will say is that when I thought about her comment, I will say that we do see a lot of women getting targeted right? And this is what I mean. We see how many women are being targeted to heal. Like when you, when you, when you see a lot of experts and and people talking, it seems like women are being targeted the most on, on healing, um, what they need to do to get a man, how to be a wife, what a man needs, do this and do that. And you sometimes don't really see as much of that same information being delivered to men on the same capacity okay so what ends up happening is that a perception forms into believing that women are supposed to have it all together but men can kind of do what they want and when that perception forms you know we may see men and and let me be clear I'm, I'm not talking about all men okay but we do we may see men do things such as jump into another relationship and this can oftentimes be deemed as acceptable therefore doing the same thing only to keep up with those individuals and so when you find yourself doing what someone else is doing especially when it comes to jumping from one relationship to another, this can actually potentially cause yourself more harm, okay? It really can. Um, It can also cause you to choose from a place of desperation because again, when you are emotionally hurt, you really aren't clear on who you're choosing because when, when you're in that place of hurt, feelings of rejection are there. And because of that feeling of feeling rejected, any acceptance from someone just feels good. So in other words, you're, you're probably not choosing very responsibly because you're operating in that place of hurt. And another thing is when you, when you find that maybe your ex or, or men are, are doing things that you feel like, okay, well, they can do it. I can do it too. Then it causes you to be in some level of competition. So like when you see your ex in another relationship and you're not, you actually start to think that his new relationship is an indicator that you aren't capable of being in one. So what you end up doing is that you make this be your motivator only to end up in another similar situation because of the why on why you're attempting to be with someone. So your motivator right now is coming from a place of being in competition with someone else. Now, granted, I know people are grown and I know people are gonna do what they wanna do. However, for my ladies who keep saying things such as, I'm tired, I'm mentally drained, I'm over people taking advantage of me. I know this relationship isn't good for me. I keep finding myself in these same situations. Like if you're that lady who keeps saying that, then I want you to hear me when I say this. And I want you to hear me really well. If you're constantly seeing the same thing over and over again, then we must take a moment to pause and focus on someone we may have been neglecting for a while. And that is ourselves. 
Because when you're seeing the same patterns show up over and over again, then chances are there is a high probability that there is something that we're not seeing within ourselves. This doesn't indicate that men don't have a responsibility because we both do. However, we cannot control what they do or don't do. We only have the power to control what is in our power and that is ourselves. And in order to live a life with purpose and meaning, we must do the work that is required from us to produce good fruit, okay? And I really want you guys to understand that because when when I hear these things over and over again, then it's important to not allow what someone else is doing be your driving force of doing the same thing, knowing it's gonna hurt you even more in the long run, okay? Now, what I wanna do is I wanna break down this lady's comment for a minute. And this isn't to bash her or belittle her because to be honest with you, I actually see why she made that statement from a societal standpoint, right? However, as a coach, And as a woman who attempted to pull that move, I'm here to tell you operating from that place is just not a wise thing to do. Because here's the truth. You don't want to technically heal while you're in a relationship. And let me be clear on what I mean when I say this. This isn't to imply that you have to be this 100% whole that you may have heard from others. Because people say, well, you got to be 100% whole. And I I'm going to respectfully disagree with that statement. As humans, we are not designed to be 100% whole of nothing. We actually should always be on a journey of evolving and developing into becoming as authentic as we can to always reach a higher version of ourselves. And that is an ongoing, never-ending process. In other words, there's no level that you can reach where there's no other level above that. There's always another level to reach to be a better version of you. So I'm not saying you have to be like this 100% whole, but what I am saying, you don't want to purposely wait till you get in a relationship to want to do something that you could actually be doing now. And so I wanted to clear up her comment because I believe that many women feel this way, actually. And I want to bring some clarity on this because unfortunately, It does seem like we live in a biased world when it comes to men and women, especially in the area of relationships. And it doesn't look as if men are being told to do their work or when they jump into another relationship quickly, it seems to be acceptable behavior. So I want to kind of point out three things to those women who could be feeling this way, right? I want to point out three things. The first thing I want to say is both parties need to do their own individual work. So in other words, men aren't exempt from this. I have men who actually listen to my podcast. So it shows you that men really aren't exempt from this place of healing and doing their own individual work. I think we get this misconception that to empower women means to also disempower men or women need to have it all together and men don't. When in reality, if the ultimate goal is to develop healthy relationships, then it's vital for both people to go down that journey of reinventing themselves. Now, what I find as a coach is that a lot of the times these relationships are very one-sided. You know, like when people are getting out of these relationships, they're extremely one-sided. And for women to do their work and men don't or vice versa, then where's the balance? Where is the balance if one side is doing the work and the other side isn't? Like how could a healthy relationship dynamic be created if this is always the layout of relationships where it's one-sided, okay? I'm gonna be real with y'all. A lot of the time when you see people jump from relationship to relationship they're actually running from something 
and that something is themselves. And I want to put that out there because we, we, we must not confuse the fact that because someone has moved on physically into another relationship, that they've technically moved on mentally and emotionally from it. So in other words, we have to stop using another relationship as a defined measurement of a person moving forward. That is not an indicator of someone moving on. Because let me let me just talk about me for a second, right? If you've been following me, I've I've talked about how I was stuck in my story for like half the decade. And this was actually post my divorce. So I was already divorced. This was done, right? Now, and I'm gonna be real with y'all. My ex had moved on very quickly into another relationship. And when I felt rejected, I wanted to feel good. So what did I do? I ended up finding myself entertaining a di- the same type of guy, but only a different guy. So in other words, the guy that I saw myself entertaining was very similar to the one of my ex. Okay. So what that means is I never moved on like I said I was because my relationship patterns were very similar. So this didn't have anything to do with another relationship at that point. It had everything to do with the relationship that I had for myself. So in other words, it was essential for me to do my work. Like it was mandatory because at that point, it wasn't about a guy. It was about me, right? I really wasn't feeling myself. I wasn't feeling my life. I didn't like the choices I was making. And if I kept seeing the same thing, like over and over again, like it was a different year, I was a different age, but kind of the same things kept showing up, then I needed to take a strong look at the common denominator, and that was me. Now, does this mean that men aren't supposed to be held accountable? Absolutely not. But what I saw was that I was busy trying to fix them that I wasn't fixing me. And I want you guys to think about that. And so doing that caused me to overlook what I wasn't seeing within myself. So in other words, I was neglecting my own needs. I was neglecting me. And so when I decided to work on myself and in this growth that I had developed, I also realized that I couldn't change absolutely no one. And I know we say that's common sense. Girl, that's common sense. You can't change somebody. Yeah, that may be true, but common sense doesn't always indicate that it's common practice. So with that growth that I had developed, I realized that the only thing I can offer a man is my influence. Now, what he does with it is on him and how I respond to him is on me because I thought that I could fix you. I couldn't fix nobody. I can influence you, meaning that I can speak the king in you. I can speak the better in you. But it's up to you to be in a position to receive the influence that I'm giving you. However, I also must understand that I don't have the power to change them. And if this person isn't in alignment with my values, then I must respond wisely and stop believing that I have the power to change them. And I I really do hope this makes sense because we can easily get sidetracked into believing that, okay, I'm supposed to do my work and he doesn't. Absolutely not. Both parties have to do their work. However, Again, we can't control what other people do. That is a power that we would never have. The only power you hold is yourself. And so don't overlook something that you know you need to do because you see that someone isn't doing what they need to do for themselves, okay? And that's number one. The number one is both parties got to do their own individual work. The second thing is healing doesn't mean a long time. 
right? Because she said in the the comment, the young lady who made the comment, she was like, well, men supposed to take minimum time and women supposed to take this long time. And I just want to clarify that healing doesn't necessarily mean a long time. And I've actually been asked this question before, like, well, how long does it take to be whole, right? And again, as I said before earlier, I don't think we would ever be 100% whole because we're humans. We're not designed to be 100% whole, right? Because when we say things like being 100% whole, that can easily give a false indication that you got to have everything together in your life. I mean, you got to have it all together. Like you made you made it to a level where there are just no more levels to elevate to. Like you've reached the maximum level of growth in life, right? It can easily put off a false indication that you have no flaws and there are absolutely no imperfections. And when you have that mindset, you can easily think that that's how people should be. And, and that's just not true when you're human because I just don't know anyone who can hold that standard. The only person I know who can hold that standard is the creator okay so in a nutshell this healing is really more so a journey it's a actually it's a journey that involves constant evolvement right now what I will say is that you know kind of going back to what I said earlier like if you're seeing these same things repeatedly over and over again where you are always tired you always crying because you're in this unhealthy vicious cycle you're you're frustrated you're exhausted you're overwhelmed and you you always feel like you're being taken advantage of that is a constant cycle of unhealthy relationships and when you find yourself in that constant unhealthy cycle then you probably would need to go into a season of going under construction Okay, because when we think about going under construction, we're talking about a a rebuilding phase, right? Getting down to the root of the issues that we keep seeing that we don't like, redesigning how we want um, our life to be, doing the much needed work, doing this phase to rebuild a better mental, emotional and spiritual foundation. Because the foundations, like when we see these happen over and over again, that foundation that you have at this current moment have a lot of cracks in it and it's causing you to keep repeating what you actually need to stop entertaining that okay and so when people say well well, what what time frame is that I mean honestly no one can tell you that no one can really tell you that because every individual is different and every individual journey is not the same now here is a truth that I can give you here's a, a an actual truth that I can give you and I'm gonna give you a mathematical equation time plus intentional action equals healing, okay? And I'm gonna say that again. Time plus intentional action equals healing. So what does that mean? That means that we cannot give it only time, neither can we only give it action. You need both to stand on a much firmer foundation. So the more intentional you are with the time on healing, the better your results will be. Now, what I find is that this is a process that is challenging for most people because the, the truth is that we everybody just want a quick fix. Everybody wants this 24-hour fix. They want this instant gratification. We, we want something that we've been in for years or maybe even decades to turn around in 24 hours or even a few weeks. So what happens is when you don't think the results are coming as quick as you would like them to be, you actually stop 
only to return back to that same vicious cycle. So you're not really giving yourself a real chance. Okay. Because one thing about this healing journey, and I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you guys, because I know sometimes we people like to paint this pretty picture, right? It's not for the weak at heart. Like this healing and evolving, it's just not for the weak at heart. So when you see like many people jump into these relationships over and over again, that's because they're not ready to face their competition and that is the one with them. So it's like, it's you versus you. It's not really you versus them or you versus your ex. It's actually you versus you. And when you start this journey, it just really isn't for the weak because in the beginning, in the very beginning, it's messy. It is messy. It's it's ugly. It ain't pretty. And I know people want to, here like it's this beautiful moment but I'm gonna be real with you all it's not because you are detoxing you're purging you're getting rid of old habits and old ways that you have been connected to probably your whole life I mean think about an addict right like like a a drug addict or alcohol addict like that beginning process of winging off is very challenging for them And so you have to think when we're kind of like an addict of unhealthy relationships, it's the same concept, okay? And so in the beginning, it could almost look like it ain't even working. You probably like, man, this this ain't working. But you have to know that you got to give your healing a compound effect. So your healing is compounded. So all those intentional actions that you're doing every day, they may seem insignificant at first, but over time they add up. And as they add up, you start to shift. You start to shift mentally. You start to shift emotionally. You start to shift physically, spiritually, like your vision for your life becomes so much clearer. It's like you start to get that 2020 vision on your life. You start to know what you need. You realize what you won't accept. You see the goals you want to achieve. And this healing that we call it is now just a constant journey of evolving. So in other words, it's not really a certain time frame for for you because you realize now that this is ongoing and you can't go back to how you were. So you got to stay on this path on purpose. It's like it becomes a part of you. It becomes connected to you. You actually become obsessed with it because you see the changes in yourself and in your life. I actually had a conversation with my friend the other day and, you know, I told her I cannot go back to the way the old Tanya was. And the reason being is because I've worked too hard to get here. Like I put in sweat equity to get here. This wasn't like I just changed in 24 hours. It's it's a lot of work. It, it took a lot of learning as well as unlearning. It took a lot of crying. It took a lot of faith. It, it, it just took a lot. It took a lot of distancing myself from certain people. It took a lot of me rebuilding my self-worth. And I'm not willing to risk losing myself at this point because now I've developed such a new healthy habit of me that I can't afford to lose myself. And that's why when people say, well, how long does it take? I mean, it's just a constant journey of evolving. I don't really have a time stamp on it because I don't think there is one. And so that's my second point. Like healing doesn't mean a long time. Don't don't think of this as a a time stamp. Think of this as a new life. 
that you're giving yourself permission to stay on for the rest of your life. Okay. So that's my second one. The third one, okay, is that you have to stop making your moves be based upon what your ex does in an unhealthy way that will hurt you more. Okay. Now I'm going to say that again. You, you have to stop making your moves be based upon what your ex does in an unhealthy way that will hurt you more. So let me explain what I mean. You have two kinds of motivators, okay? You, you, you have a, a healthy motivator, which is a motivator that pretty much logically drives you into moving in a much better direction for your life. And that can be based upon your current results. And those current results can be results of really not liking the outcome right now, or it can also be results of liking the outcome and wanting more. But you're now at a point logically where you're like, you know what, I got to move into a better direction based upon the results I'm seeing and to where you want to be. Okay, so that's a healthy motivator. But then you also got that unhealthy motivator, right, which is still indeed a motivator. It's still a motivator, but it's actually driving you to make emotional decisions and not logical ones. Right. So when, when you make a move from an emotional place based upon what your ex is doing, Like for an example, let's just say if your ex is already in another relationship, if you're making that be your motivator, I can almost promise you that you are going to choose very prematurely most of the time because you're making your ex be your competition. And so what happens is when you're making your ex be your competition in a place where, okay, they've already moved on into another relationship, you're operating from a place of possibly rejection, right? Because again, you're no longer with this individual. So you could feel or experience some level of rejection. You also could be feeling some level of loneliness, feeling like you're by yourself, questioning whether or not if someone would want you questioning your worth and your value or you can also be operating from a place of payback remember I see him doing it I'm gonna do it too or I see her doing it I'm gonna do it too so when you see a lot of this happen on both ends because I see this a lot it's not just men who are doing it women are doing it I see it on both ends and so when you see this happen a lot people are building a relationship right so when you go into this other relationship with this person you're building from a foundation of emotional hurt and you actually think it's love when in reality it's just another way to cope only to hurt yourself so you think that this new relationship is actually going somewhere and it's building and it's progressing into more but a lot of the time we tend to hook up and when we hook up in this manner we're hooking up off an emotional hurt. And when you're connecting with someone from a hurt place, that is a place that you honestly do not choose very wisely from. Because let me let me explain. When you're hurt, you are what I called emotionally intoxicated, right? It's like you're emotionally drunk. And when you are emotionally intoxicated, it creates the inability to make better choices for your well-being due to where you are and how you're currently feeling. Or another thing is when you when you operate from that hurt place, you can also find yourself being involved with someone that you could potentially hurt due to your own hurt. So like we've heard the saying, hurt people hurt other people, right? Whether it's intentional or unintentional, it is indeed true. Like in many, many cases, like you could meet a wonderful person. You really could, but due to your emotionally intoxication, you don't show up for it. You don't really value it from a hurt place. You don't appreciate it from a hurt place. You could honestly easily take your hurt out on them. So 
your unresolved past always travels with you even if you're in another relationship so this new person because what happens is when, when this happens this new person takes the heat for what you haven't allowed yourself to heal from now because think about it for a lot of women right especially i would say the women that i found myself coaching women who are on my lives the emails i get from women they've taken a lot of heat from their ex due to their ex's unresolved issues okay so if you know how it feels to show up in a relationship and someone takes their unresolved past out on you then why is it any different with you so when the young lady made the comment on i will heal while a man makes me happy that can actually be an extremely selfish move to make especially when you know there is work that you could be doing within yourself and your singleness and I'm just saying and that's just me being honest with you all because we can't keep allowing someone else's moves dictate how we move in a way that isn't helping us because when you operate like this your mindset is more about what they're doing and if it's good for them then it's good for me and that is not a motivator that you should be like driving from because you can actually hurt yourself by choosing another person prematurely or you can hurt someone else who doesn't Deserve that level of treatment. Now, I know many will say, well, that wouldn't be me because I know what it feels like. I agree. But let me remind you, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. And sometimes we're very unsure on how deep our wounds are when we've never gave ourselves permission to face them. And when you've never took time to face those wounds, they surface in how you live and how you treat yourself and how you treat other people. So it's easy to say you wouldn't do that, but it's also easy to do those things you wouldn't want to do because again, that's all you know. You always have to keep in mind that we are creatures of habit because what I'm saying is that we tend to do only what we know, even if it isn't helping us, okay? And I just wanted to kind of talk about that real briefly because her comment actually really stuck out to me in a good way. Um, I don't think she said anything anything that some people really don't disagree with actually I mean there was a point in my life that I felt the same way like oh so they can do it and I don't like I was making what they weren't doing be my motivator and what they did was it drove me into making even more unhealthy decisions and so now that I have grown and developed I see the damage that it can cause a person even more and when you're a coach you see you, you do see things as a coach I'm not going to lie I do see things differently because I'm supposed to right and, and what that means is that I'm that person that's going to probably give you the advice that you don't want to hear but it's the advice that you need to know it's not the most popular advice it's not the advice that your friends may give you however when when I hear the same things from different women, it's the same story. It's the same thing. And we keep saying, I'm tired of repeating the same thing. Then we have to do something different. This does not say that men don't have an accountability. Everyone who has breath in their body and who is on the face of this earth has a responsibility within themselves. However, what I realize is that I can't control what someone do or what they don't do. That is beyond my power. So don't let what someone else is doing drive you into doing what you know wouldn't be better for you that's all I'm saying that, that's all I'm trying to imply today okay and that's it guys that's that's honestly that's all I had to share this week on the podcast it's like you know what don't make your 
non-healing be about your ex. That is like irrelevant to you. Um, And the reason being is because your ex is an ex for a reason and they have to figure their own selves out. They have to figure their own journey and their own path. But the most important thing is what do you have to do for you? What is going to make you be a better version of you? Regardless of what they do, don't let that be your driving force. All right. So that's it, guys. Again, that's all I had to share. So please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram is I am Tanya Carter. My YouTube and Facebook is Tanya Carter. I will put the link down in the show notes. And please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next episode will drop. Also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been very influential on your journey of personal growth, healing and development, I would love for you to head over to Spotify or iTunes and leave me a review. And last but definitely not least, share this information, okay? We share everything else. And if you know that this episode has been beneficial to you, please make sure that you pass it along to someone else who you know it will be a beneficial for them, okay? So thank you all again for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I'll see you next time. (music) 